This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the contact center code. When I was growing up, the town of Groton, Connecticut, was known as the submarine capital of the world. That was for two reasons. They had a Navy base filled with submarines, and they also had General Dynamics, which was where they built submarines. And it was the, I think, the one of two of the largest submarine bases in the country. There was another one down in Virginia, if I'm not mistaken. And I lived in the bedroom town next to Groton, Connecticut, which was called Gales Ferry, Connecticut. And we're the bedroom town for the both the, the Navy and also for General Dynamics. And so when I was growing up in grammar school, we constantly had new kids coming to school because people that are in the military service, they move a lot. And so constantly have young kids coming into the school, uh, brand new, uh, nobody had ever seen them before, you know, people staring at them, but they, they'd come in and they'd get integrated and they'd become a part of our school. And it just seemed like every other month we had new kids coming through the school. And I used to feel bad for them because they were moving a lot. But if you talk to them, these military kids got really, really good at moving because it was something that they did on a regular basis. So they were really good at making friends and really good at integrating in quickly with other groups. And then they were also capable of going somewhere else when in time their moms or their dads had to move on. I never experienced going, being a new kid at a school because I, I grew up in the same town and so I never moved other than when I shifted from sixth grade to seventh grade. In my hometown, when you went from sixth to seventh grade, you went from grammar school, Gales Ferry Grammar School, to high school. Because in my town, you went to high school from the seventh grade to the twelfth grade. So at 11 years old, I went to the high school and it was sheer terror because, of course, there's 18 and 19 year old kids. I mentioned your old grownups or men, I guess, and women for me. It seemed like adults to me at 11 years old. And of course, they were smoking on the back of the bus and in the restrooms. And it was just sheer terror the entire time and um, very, very, very difficult transition. When being a new kid at school is a lot like being a new kid or a new person in a company. And a new person in a company is a, is a, a whole new experience for folks. And being great at new hires, being great at bring, bringing people into your organization is one of those core competencies that every contact center ought to have. And because if you, if you learn how to be great at bringing new hires into your organization and making them successful, you're going a long way towards having a great and successful contact center for the simple reason that most contact centers have really high turnover. And with really high turnover, it means you need to be really good at bringing people in and integrating them into your organization. I thought today that we'd talk about how to bring new hires into an organization and what are some of the things that you can do to help new hires integrate better into your teams. If you've ever listened to any of my po past podcasts, you've heard me talk about the three things 
that an employee wants. The three most important things that any employee, whether they're a new hire or they've been around for 10 years, they want three things. Number one, they want to know how they get paid. Number two, they want the skills and tools to get the job done. And three, probably most important, is they want to know that their manager has their best interests in mind. Using those three as a background, let's walk through some things that you can do to make it a great place for new hires to come to. First up, everybody's worried about how do I get paid? It's really, really important for new hires that you clearly and simply communicate the rules of your organization. And that starts with how they get compensated. Be clear on how they get compensated and how long it takes them to get to the next level, whatever that level may be, and any of the things that affect their performance and their pay, whether that be engagement, participation, communications. Make sure that you're really, really clear about how they do their compensation. And if you're one of those organizations that has incentive compensation, which means most likely you have some sort of a complicated formula on how they make money, explain to them exactly how they get paid, when they get paid, and how long it's going to take them to get to whatever the incentive comp higher levels are and what a normal new person is going to, is going to work their way through in order to be successful in your organization. The other thing that you need to do is you need to really emphasize the important areas of measurement, especially up front. I mean, some great examples are take extra time on attendance and adherence. Most people don't understand the concept of adherence. They pretty much get the fact that they need to have good attendance. Every organization needs good attendance. But the necessity to be in your seat in minutes and why minutes count in call center minutes is something that's important to be able to communicate to the employees and take a little bit of extra time to communicate that to them and make sure that you reemphasize that. Go over it again and again to make sure that they clearly understand how it is that they get paid, what the expectation for them is, and then anything that's somewhat more unique or something that you have extra emphasis on so that they're not surprised when you react to their performance in those particular areas. Next up are the skills and tools necessary to do their job. And that starts with great training. And hopefully your organization is an organization that really takes the time to communicate clearly and to give them the skills and tools necessary to be successful in the organization. But when they get over to you, when they show up and sit down with you and begin with you, it's important that you help them to understand what it is that's going to take to get the job done. And it starts with the fact that there is two sets of new hire classes that usually occur. And this is in podcast number 15 called the 10 Truths of Sales and Service. And it's actually rule number four. And that is that there are two new hire classes, the one that you give them and the one that they take. Because quite often, companies have a tendency to have these be different. What we tell them what actually happens ends up being different. So they get on the floor and somebody says, yeah, I know they told you in new hire class that you did it X, but most of the really successful people do it Y. Or yes, I know they talk about attendance, but don't worry about the first four times because we let you slide in those particular areas. So the closer that you can get your new hire classes to what actually happens in your organization, the better off you're going to be. And if they've got the skills and tools necessary, one of the things that needs to be clearly communicated to them is the culture of the organization. And hopefully you've done a little bit in that in training, but you really do need to teach it to them. And I think that a 
new hire brought into an organization that that culture ought to be a little bit like a fraternity or a sorority rush where you're literally helping them to understand what successful people do in your organization to be successful. And that sometimes sounds a little bit like, you know, we do this, we don't do that. And so what you do is you begin to get them to understand what the what things people do to be successful in your organization and equally what people do that doesn't make them very successful and actually gives them a very short-term time in your organization. And you do this through examples of legendary service and examples of things that have been really successful. And maybe there's someone that's still there that's working for me. You can say, hey, there's Joe Smith. Did you know Joe had a call at such and such a time and he was able to do this and this and this and something that we remember all along. Or here's, here's Tina and Tina did this or she's had the same level of performance over X amount of time. And what you do is, is you begin to show them examples of people that have done it right, people that have, that, have, that have fit within the culture of your organization and makes them successful. And when I talk culture, I'm not talking about clicks. I'm not talking about, about getting along or, hey, here's the right people to be with or here's the popular people or whatever the components are there. I'm talking about your culture of how you go about doing business, the things that make you successful, the things that you rely upon when things get tough. And it's the way that you treat each other. It's the way that you communicate. It's the culture of the organization. It's the the thumbprint that describes when you come into your organization the way it is there. And then the other thing to do with skills and tools is to help them to understand when they have it all, when they've learned the things necessary to be successful. And this should happen in new hire training, which is, hey, you have everything you need to learn. Now, obviously, they're never going to have all the knowledge. They're not going to have the experience because they haven't gone through all the steps. But it's really important to new hires that they understand that they know what they need to know. They've been taught the things that they need to be on the floor and to be successful. And the example that I would compare it to is if is when you got your driver's license. I mean, before you get your driver's license, you have this concept that there must be some sort of secret to driving because you're driving this two-ton car down the road and nobody's hitting anybody, but it seems like anybody can do it because my Uncle Joe's not very smart, but he can drive really well. And, and so you always think that there's some sort of secret that you're missing, that there's something they're going to tell you when you get into driver's ed or when your parents teach you how to drive a car that's going to put the light bulb on and you're going to go, okay, I got it, I'm safe, I'm going to be a great driver. And the reality is there really isn't anything. But they need to know when they know all the stuff that they need to know. And yes, they're going to learn in training. And yes, you're not responsible for whether they actually listen to it or not. But it's always important to give them some closure and say, hey, listen, you have everything you need to be successful. And now we're going to sit down and we're going to have repetition and we're going to communicate with clients. And you're going to be able to take some of these skills and you're going to get better at them. You're going to be able to fine tune them. But you have the basic information necessary for you to be successful in this organization. And then finally, does my manager have my best interest in mind? And that starts with what is their interest, right? Because you can't have their best interest in mind unless you know what their interests are. Ask them right away. Remember we discussed your thoughts, my thoughts, calibrate, take action? Well, this is when you hear their thoughts. Learn their interests. Get to know them. Get to know about them. Be interested in them. And start out from the very beginning understanding who they are Uh, what their vision is, if they've got any dreams, what their expectations are, and what they're trying to do. 
And if, and if I get to know them and I understand their interest, then the next step is for them to get to know who you are. And that means that you have to share who you are and how you work. And that's really, really important for you to be able to communicate to them so that they know what your expectations are. And when you communicate to them and, and you begin this relationship, it's okay to start tough and it's okay to then loosen up if this is an employee that you can do that with. And it's even okay to tell them that, which is, hey, listen, I'm going to be a real stickler when we start to make sure that you get off on the right foot and you do the things that we need to get done. Or maybe you're going to be a stickler all the time, which is okay. But communicate to them and let them understand what those things are. And then in the process of communicating how you work, you need to come alongside them and let them know that you're on their team and that you're there to help them. Communicate to them that you'll work as hard for them as they work for themselves. Not any harder, but you're going to come alongside and you're going to be the person that's going to help them be successful in the organization. And never forget to be professional, be direct, and always be adult. And when you do that, they'll understand right out of the gates that you do have their best interests in mind. And when you do all three of these things together, when you, you clearly communicate to them how they're going to get paid, when you make sure that they've got the skills and tools to get the job done, and when you show them that you have your best interests in mind, your new hires will stick around. And when the new hires stick around, you'll not only get, you'll not only get great results from them, but you'll get great results from the rest of the organization because there's nothing better than an influx of new hires who, of course, will struggle at first and need to work into their work into the performance of the people that have been around for a while. But when you can bring a new hire in and they advance to being a significant performer in the team, everybody wins. Every team member understands it. Every team member knows we've got another person that we can rely on in this organization. So were you ever one of the new kids at school? Do you remember the last time that you were a new hire in an organization? I promise you that every organization needs a great leader and managers to bring these new hires into the organization to help them be successful. And you're that person. So I hope you get the chance to excel in bringing new folks onto your team and helping them to achieve everything that you want them to achieve and everything that they want them to achieve. On another note, I did want to ask you that if you've got an area that you'd like me to cover in a podcast, send me an email at mtamer, M-T-A-M-E-R, at proponisi, P-R-O-P-O-N-I-S-I dot com. Love to hear what your suggestions are. Love to do a podcast on an area that you might have an interest in. Listen, I know you can be a great leader. I know you're fully capable. Go just do it. I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.